And we are live. We live, we live. What's up, my people? Welcome to the Heart and Hope Medicines Podcast, episode 15. Vince Carter. I had somebody prepare for today. Yeah, that's a good one. Vince Carter or uh, Mello, you know, back in the day. Hey, I might have to go Mello. Yeah, we're we're going Mello, because last week you was on some other stuff. (laughs) It wasn't no nothing. Man, it wasn't nobody else left, man. Yeah. DJ Austin, Michael K. Gilchrist. That ain't gonna work. <laughs> but uh, today's topic is the pressure of being a kingdom man. Yeah. So, um, when you think about, first of all, when you think about a kingdom man, what does that, um, what does that make you, you know, think about? Um, one of the most important, um qualities of a kingdom man is he is a mold breaker and i say that from a perspective that he doesn't allow the negative things or the things that have hindered his family or his bloodline to continue on so he's breaking the mold of the status quo that has happened in his family so just coming to break the generational curses off of his family and stuff and another key thing is him being a well no matter where he he goes like he is someone who provides resource or whether it be spiritually, financially, or even physically, he provides resource wherever he goes. He's somebody who has a wealth of knowledge or is not necessarily all knowing or knows everything about everything, but somebody who is willing to, to learn and to, to grasp in order to teach the next person or, or to further his family's walk or education. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, I just I always just look at first of all when you say kingdom, you be like all right. I'm talking about God's kingdom, you know. Yeah. So therefore, um, it's not about me; it's about Him. So yeah. therefore, I'm a representation of Him. So therefore, principles, integrity, character has to reflect Him, you know. So it has to look like Christ. So yeah. I just think about just being there, being there for your family take care of being a provider of a course. Um, But a lot of people stop at provision. And that is like, I would just say that just a man or certain men stop at provision. But when you know that you're a kingdom man, provision, that that's cool, you know, but you need to add much more, you know, you need to be emotionally there. You need to be physically there. You know, you need to, you know, really focus on that stuff, you know, it's yeah. like, in a sense, I don't want to say that it's somewhat of a given, but it's somewhat of a given. You're supposed yeah. to, you're supposed to do, the, you're supposed to work and do what you're supposed to do. So that's a yeah. given, you know. And um, now, what else are you doing? You know. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I think, I think, just hearing you say it's supposed to, you're supposed to do this, you're supposed to do that. I think. The responsibility of a kingdom man as well is to to make those things that people think that we aren't supposed to do, like be there emotionally for our children, be there emotionally for our families, be there emotionally for ourselves. Those need to become what you're supposed to do. It needs to become the norm, the status quo, because that's what the the idea of a kingdom man explores, explores well-roundedness. You just being there. You need to, we as kingdom men are supposed to broaden our viewpoint of what provision actually is because provision is not just financial, but that is the the kind of almost has become the mainstay of the word provision. Yeah. But if God is Jehovah Jireh, everything. And he provides everything, then why aren't we attempting to walk in it or why aren't we walking in that same type of a life? Why are we dumbing down or diminishing uh, what it, what provision actually looks like? Because if we serve a guy who's, who cannot fail and we're supposed to be mimicking what or recreate, representing what, what it is that God is, then who it is that God is, then why are we dumbing down who it is that he actually is? Yeah, definitely. Um, let's talk about pressures. Um, because we 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 have to have pressure, 
you know, it's bound to happen, you know, it's bound to have pressure, you know, pressure to, and then people's pressure is different, you know, um, like my pressure, my pressure may not be like my pressure could still be a hard pressure, but your pressure and my pressure could be different, you know, or from what I know, you own what? Five kids, right? Four. Four. I'm about to add him another one. Dang. All right. Four kids. Right. I just, yeah. All right. We're going to stick with four. Uh, four kids. And I'm on one. Um, and I got um, expecting another one. Um, so right now I'm on one kid. Right. So um, it's easier for me to be able to provide for just one kid. You know, it's, it, it's, you know, of course, hard, you know, at some point, but it's easier than to provide for four kids. Then yeah. you got to provide for the wife and yourself, yeah. you know, so ultimately you got to provide for six. And then I got to provide for me, the baby and the wife. So that's therefore three. So um, how is it in that aspect for you? Do you ever like just feel the pressure of just being there you know um yes because sometimes you can get caught up in you like Mm. sometimes you get to the point where you feel like financially it's not enough like at this present moment my wife is in school she's not working Mm -hmm. sometimes the the idea that i'll never because i got a lot of goals like business wise there's just a lot of different things that i i aspire to do and sometimes it's just not enough finances to go around. And my mind just wanders. It goes all over the place. Like, man, what if I did this? What if I did that? Like, can I go back? I, some days you'd be like, oh, man, I wish I can go back in time. Not to say that you don't want your kids at all, but things were easier when you didn't have them because you didn't have so many people to care for. And that can sound kind of bad. It can sound kind of harsh, but that's just the reality of it. Your mind if you allow yourself to to succumb to the pressure of parenthood and, and husbandhood, then you, your mind will go down that rabbit hole. And I'd be a liar to sit here and say, I'm never going down that path of, dang, I wish I didn't have so many kids. Not like, like I said, I love my children, but it's hard sometimes. And yeah. Human and in my humanity, I wish it was easier. Like, yeah, and that's the quickest that's the quickest resolve to it. Like, it's not like I can just make them disappear, but now if I can go back in time and just not have them at all, like it just, it's just that simple. But I think the thing that has helped me is it's, it's really simple, but is me pouring into my children, like how me pouring myself into me pouring myself into being a husband and me giving my all, in doing so because my reward is seeing them progress. My yeah. reward is seeing them put themselves in positions that I never put myself in so that they don't have to be in the position that I'm in today, which is not feeling like I have enough for my family or not feeling like I have enough to do or chase the dreams that I have in the way that I want to chase them because business stuff and my dreams, my goals, my aspirations, they all have a price on them. And sometimes you're not able to pay the price because you have to pay something else. Other things Mm -hmm. are more important. And me being able to put them in position to help them be in position to not have to feel that, that weight, because that's a heavy weight. When you have a dream and you, you can't, you, you feel like you can't chase it the way that you want to. Like it reminds me of Langston Hughes, what happens to a dream deferred? Does it, does it, um, does it crumble and die? Like, I don't remember verbatim, but I don't know. I'm figuring out what, what happens to a dream deferred. And it's, it's, it's not like it's deferred, but it, some days it feels like it because I'm not always actively pursuing it because yeah. I can't. Mm-hmm. It's not like I don't want to. I just can't. But the way that I relieve myself of that pressure and don't mainly let me put the number one thing is I cast my cares on God. And that's Facts. just Got to. I, I cannot skip that. I cast my cares on God. And and when I cast my cares on God, that's when the Holy Spirit begins to direct me and how I can feel okay with not being able to 
pursue things the way that I want to right now. Provision is coming. I'm in, in firm belief that provision is coming. It's just something that I have to, I need to, an area that I need to improve in right now, which is why I'm in this season that I'm in right now. Like, it's yeah. just that simple. I, f- I feel that, bro. I, I really feel that. Um, definitely, I just, for me now, I just learned to embrace the pressure. Like, I realized that, you know, even from, like, my father, you know, like, he wasn't one of those those people that embraced, it, embraced the pressure. He ran from the pressure, yeah. you know, and I – and. It's not just to, it's not to talk about him or anything like that, but I I understand. I understand when you don't have the Holy Spirit and you don't have the right people around you telling you, "Hey, be a man. Hey, you know, handle your responsibilities. You made yeah. the kid, you handle the responsibility of taking care of the kid. You don't leave, you know, leave the responsibility on somebody else. You don't make their job harder." you know, because you don't want to do your part. You feel me? So I'm just uh, learning to embrace, embrace the pressure. You know, at the end of the day, it's, it's, Diaz said something recently. He said, uh, we don't, he said, basically, it don't get easier. We just get better. Like, so it was just like, basically, the job does not get easier. We just get better at doing it. You know, yeah. the more you, the more you the stuff that like we gonna continue to have stuff stacked on us. As mm-hmm. I look at it now, I just got a a ton of things that I'm doing currently, and it's like you have to elevate to a different level. Yeah. You know, for to you have to embrace the pressure and elevate to a different level. If you choose to succumb to the pressure, then you're choosing to allow for your family to just be in chaos. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, it's because. God calls us into order and we supposed to establish order within our family. And it's like, if I'm out of order, then my family is definitely going to be out of order. You know, it's going to be a, we are that, that link that holds our family together. And that's really what I have been understand. Like recently, just like I'm that link, like my family literally relies on what I have to say. Like they're waiting on me to give them direction you know, and me to speak the right things and me to stand on the right things. And it's really teaching me to be more responsible in a sense, like just like, all right, look, you, you can't play around with nothing you doing. Like you have to do everything that you're doing to the fullest potential. You know, you can't, you can't play around with it because it's taken away. It's taken away somewhere. You know, there's some time or something that's that's not being spent because you putting it somewhere else. So if you are putting it somewhere else, then you have to go hard at the time that you have to to put it there. You know, you you can't play around with with stuff. So Mm -hmm. I've really been like thinking like, all right, look, this job. Yeah, I work a job and it is providing like it's a it's an easy job. I get the most money I've ever got, whatever it's able to take care of. My wife was able to chill with the baby and everything like that. Didn't have to worry about nothing and stuff like that. And I was able to do what I had to do. Um, But it's not, it doesn't bring me fulfillment. You feel me? So I realized, hey, you, that's, that does not give me any fulfillment. The only thing that that does is provide, which is like, you know, which is good, but I want to be able to get fulfillment and providing, you know? So I'd be like, all right, well, all right, well, you got to go hard at boxing. You got to do what you got to do concerning boxing so that you can be happy, you know, when you have to spend time somewhere else where you can be happy and you can provide and you, in a sense, free up your schedule. Now you ain't got to work eight hours somewhere else. You feel me? You can you can control more things once you do what you're supposed to do. So that's really like what I've been on. Like, yeah, and it, I I think that's one of the like the most important things in terms of like being a kingdom man. Being a being a kingdom man is understanding what you're working for. Like, yeah, I 
I can remember having plenty of conversations with people in the generation behind me, like my mom's generation, pastor's generation. And they talk about, we talk about how this generation does not want to work those long hours. Um, they just want to be entrepreneurs right off the rip. Well, everybody isn't blessed to with the finances or the provision to to be able to do that right off the rip. So what do you have to do? You have to work. But their mindset is work for 30 years. And our first mindset is just be an entrepreneur. But my mindset has become let's let's do a merger of the two and I can work for some time and I can finance what it is that I'm trying to do in order to gain financial freedom, because there's no way you're going to gain financial freedom without putting in some type of work. Facts. And no matter where you go, if you're an entrepreneur, you're going to have to put work in. You got to work harder. More work than what you, yes, than doing a nine to five, because it never stops for you as an entrepreneur. You're thinking about your business where you should be. And if you're not, you probably don't need to be doing it and just Man. keeping it hundred percent. You probably don't need to be doing it because you have to be passionate about it even when things aren't working out the way that you want them to or you hit a brick wall and you need to 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 readjust some things in order to be successful like that's what entrepreneurship is you having to navigate the, the waters of sales and marketing and all of this stuff like yeah it's a lot but yeah a lot of times we get so caught up in oh i just want to be rich i just want to have the money i just want this but if you just get it, you're never building any character. And I think that's the biggest thing a kingdom man is, a man of character. Yeah. You have the character. God will put everything that you need right in front of you. But he just wants your character to be to be right. Like yeah. if, if Abraham didn't have the character, God would have never sent him to so many different places to establish so many different wells. And that's what I was talking about where. I was saying that a kingdom man needs to be a well of provision because when Abraham established all of those wells, he brought provision into the place that he went into. And that's the type of mentality that we as kingdom men need to have. And sometimes like, and I realized like learning about what a kingdom man is, I didn't know what it, what it meant to be a kingdom man. Like nobody actually broke it down to me what that meant. And because of that, you doing this thing all wrong. Your mindset is all wrong. So when you do finally realize it, it's like now the pressure is on to turn the things around that you know you've been failing at for all of these years. Yeah. And it can become overwhelming because sometimes you put a time frame on yourself when and that, that may not be the best thing. Like it may not be the best thing for you, but at the end of the day, you you need to you need to put pressure on yourself sometimes. Sometimes yeah. the pressure that you feel as a kingdom man is healthy because it's forcing you to grow and go to the next level. Yeah. As a kingdom man, you have to be willing to accept the challenge of I had one kid, now I have three. Yeah. I have one kid, now I have I had a set of twins. Now I got I mean two kids, now I got a set of twins, now I got four. Like just little stuff like that. You have to be willing to accept the challenge of I can do this now and I can do it God's way. And that's yeah. the most important way to do it. Yeah. The most important thing, I just think, uh, uh, seek the kingdom first. You know, everything yeah. else will be added to you. It's important that, like you said, we cast all our cares upon the Lord. You know, we really have to make sure that our relationship with God is on point. You know, yeah. like with the pressures that we have, if we just take them on, it would like just destroy us. Like yeah. it would run us crazy, you know. But if we cast our cares upon the Lord and we ask God, listen here, God, um, I need help. I need to, uh, I have another another baby to feed um, and I need for you to just show me the way. You know, I need for you to direct my path. You said good man steps are ordered by the Lord. I ask that you order my steps and allow for me to, to, make, to make the proper moves, you know, not to move backwards, to move forward, to move my my family forward and things like that, but just having a, the real honest conversations. And then also your community of people that is around you. A kingdom man, man has to be around kingdom men. Like it's, it is important because we both see, we both think alike. We both, yeah. we all think alike. We all have the same 
agenda. Like we all want to do this, you know, we want to get to this place, you know? So it's good that we had them, them men around us who are willing to encourage us. You yeah. know, we, the crazy part, we think that men don't need to be encouraged. And I be seeing that like men do need to be encouraged. If anything, you know how much pressure is on a man. I'm not going to say that a woman don't have pressure because they have, they have pressure. They have yeah. pressures in different ways and things like that. Um, but it's a lot, a lot, a lot of pressure that falls on a man. And yeah. it's meant to fall on a man. That's the way God established it. That's the right. way God wanted it, you know? So with all that pressure, it has to be men around you to help build you up, to help encourage you. Say, hey, hey, you got it. Hey, all right, you got it. Buckle down. Buckle down. Do what you're supposed to do. You know, you got to dig. You got to. There's something else inside of you that, that you don't know, that, that there's something more inside of you that you can tap into. Mm-hmm. But you you have to be pushed you have to be in push you know so i just think about just i just think about me um training and stuff like that there's like recently it was like yesterday i really did not want to go to to training right like because i was tired i ain't sleep that long whatever i slept like two three hours it's kind of it's kind of hard to sleep when you work night shift so when you off your sleep schedule all off so you be up and trying to get yourself to fall asleep but your body not used to going to sleep so um at that time um so therefore i'm like man i i dropped my wife and the baby off in the mom house and um and then um i was like telling my wife i really do not want to go to training and she was like well she's like yeah you do i was like no I, um i really don't <laughs> like I'm just being honest. Like I love, like I love boxing and everything like that. But when you that tired, you be like, you know. But she was like, well, basically, you're already here, you know. Like, and I was like, yeah, I am already here. Like I already made, you know. And then, so I'm having to speak to myself, like, all right, just come on, like whatever, yeah. like that. So I pull up there, and I'm like, my coach. Um, he was like, I want to say like 10 minutes late or whatever like that. So he texted me and said he was like three minutes away. And I was like, a part of me was wanting them not to come. Like, yeah. just like read the message to be like, oh, babe, no training, you know? But I was like, um, all right, come and whatever like that. And once I got in there, I got the energy to do it, you know? Yeah. So I would say that you may not want to do the stuff that that God requires you to do. You may not have the energy to do it at the time. You may not feel like you have the energy to do it, but God will give you strength. If God calls you to it, he'll give you strength to fulfill it, you know, yeah. because I end up having a good training session. Now, I didn't have energy before, but during the time, it was like because he was talking to me and, you know, energizing me and things like that, I was able to push myself. Sometimes yeah. you just got to push yourself. You got to right. put your flesh in check and push yourself. Hey, you not tired. You not right. tired. You got way more to give. You ain't even, you ain't, if if you was that tired, you wouldn't even better walk in here. Like you couldn't even move. You drove and did all this stuff. You not tired for real. Or, you know, I'm, you that, have, or, or I'm that tired, but I'm allowing God to give me the strength come on. to do it. Because yeah. I remember a lesson that we had when uh, he was, uh, Bishop Tony Evans was talking about how, you know, God is just waiting on you to take the step. He's waiting on you to to move in the direction that he tells you to move in order to, to bring the provision into your life. And I remember during that time I was talking about uh, how that reminded me. He is a, uh, a lamp into your feet and a light into your pathway. And a lot of times God is giving you a step at a time and he's not showing you the whole path so that each step that you take, there's a light there showing you or giving you exactly what you need in order to move forward into the next spot in your journey. So a lot of times, you know, like you say, you do be tired, but God, God ain't thinking about that. He's mm-hmm. thinking about what, it, what are you getting out of your tiredness? And I, I, could, I was something just popped in my head, like when DJ was at practice yesterday. 
and they had them running sprints around the field or whatever. And I see him in the beginning, he was in the top two, three. He fell back into the seventh place, seventh or eighth place or something like that. And I yelled to him, I said, DJ, pick it up. Uh, because it's in those tired moments that gains are made. Yeah. You don't get, get you don't make gains when you're at full strength because you have the strength to do it. But when you're, when you're weak, when you don't feel like you have anything left, it's that last push that gives you, that builds your endurance, that builds your, your, your long suffering, that builds your tenacity because you're building a new, like your, your muscles are going to the next level. Your, yeah. your drive is going to the next level. If I can push through this, that means next time when I come to this very same obstacle, it's going to be easy for me because I already know what it feels like. Yeah. So it's just a constant, like you said, things are just constantly being stacked and you have to, you got to have that wherewithal. You have to know that no matter what comes before you, that God is there to, as a kingdom man, and no matter what comes before you, that God is willing and able to bring you through it. Like he will never put more on us than we can bear. A lot of times, some the things that we, we we endure or we we're faced with it can feel unbearable as men but you gotta know where your help comes from at the end of the day facts like we can't keep as men just keep trying to bring provision of our own accord like as a leader it was moses's job to lead the children of israel to their destination but moses understood that the provision could not come from him yeah, he couldn't have parted the Red Sea on his own. He couldn't have made water come out of the rock on his own. He couldn't have caused the ravens to come down from the sky to bring people food. Like it just, it's just a lot of different things that we have to allow God to do as men, and that's how we take our place. We take yeah. pressure off ourselves and allow God to be who He says He is in our lives. Yeah, because so. because for real, like a lot of there's some pressures that we put on ourselves, like where God's like cast all your cares, we putting it on ourselves. We casting it in our mind to ourselves. We just going yes. back and forth. Like, yeah, you know, I got to do, you know, whatever like that. Instead of checking ourselves right then and saying, God, you already know what I need, you know, and I already know that you are a provider God. And it's yes. just our, our lack of faith, you know, that causes us to put more pressure on us than we're supposed to have. Like, we're not supposed to be weighed down. Yes, mm-hmm. we're supposed to have pressures, but them pressures are not supposed to feel like torture, you know, feel like uh, a freaking load load on you, whatever like that, you know, yeah. where you can't operate in no type of excellence. You know, you, you're just mm-hmm. thinking about this. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. Right. Instead of doing what you're supposed to be doing like in that moment you thinking about oh yeah this whatever like that so you literally have to put your mind into submission like you literally have to submit your mind i lord i submit this mind to you like you you help me with this because i i like to think about stuff that i don't need to think about like i like you know and it's 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 we got to be careful with that as well. Like the pressure, the enemy understands our pressure. Mm-hmm. He knows the pressure all too well. And because of that, like the enemy has no authority, but to, to bring suggestion, but that power of suggestion can be powerful when your thoughts are running rampant. And that's the thing. Like you have to bring up, bring under subjection, everything that exhausts itself above the knowledge of God. So, if my thought process is, oh, I got to do this, I got to pay this bill, I got to pay that bill, and the money is just not meeting where you need to be, forget the money, forget all of that. Lord, where is it coming from? I trust you to send me to the fish's mouth to mm-hmm. get this coin out so that I can have a, all my bills will be paid mm-hmm. or whatever it is that needs to be done. And that's just a small example. And we just keep, I'm using financial examples because that's the most prevalent in a lot of people's, a lot of men's lives because they are, a lot of men are called to be providers. Like yeah. that's the mainstay of, of provision for a lot of people. They, they think about money. So, but this can be applied to every area of our lives emotionally. If I don't know how to, to, 
to get in contact with my, to get in touch, be in touch with my emotions. Because a lot of times us as men, we are taught not to, to be those emotional people. But as a kingdom man, you are meant to be that emotional person. But the, the key to it is you have to handle your emotions the correct way. That way, the way that you lead will not be tainted by that emotionalism. Yeah. So, no, that's, that's big. That's big, you know, because we are taught not to, you know, deal with our emotions and things like that. But that that doesn't help if you're supposed to be a kingdom man and you're not dealing with your emotions because you sent in signs and stuff like that. um, Basically saying it's okay not to deal with your emotions, whatever like that. Or you may be doing something, but you don't even recognize that you're doing it in the wrong emotion. Like. You could be serving, but you're serving out of the wrong emotion. You serving and you mad, you know, whatever like that. So you literally have to deal with them emotions like, all right, look, help me, you know, help me, God, you know, help me deal with these these emotions, you know, because sometimes sometimes the pressure of of life and then you might have. All right. Me and the wife just got in an argument and she irritating. And so that may compile together and whatever like that now you uh just way down and not you know you can't think straight and you you know whatever like that so literally being able to deal with them emotions and and just talk through it and because just marriage like think about can we both marry and stuff like that and it is not easy it's not easy um it's a because we are both broken we both come with issues like we both and there's certain issues that you may not realize until y'all both come together and then God start to shine the light on on your issues because the person that can see see your issues is the person that be with you all the time your wife your husband they can see your issues the other people may not be able to see your issues but they can you know and when they challenge you on your issues it's like um, it can be difficult. It can yeah. definitely be difficult. It's like uncomfortable in a sure. sense. But the way I I've been like, all right, look, it's there. You have to embrace your issues and take it to God and just deal with them. Like yeah. deal with being uncomfortable because if you're willing to stay uncomfortable, you're willing to grow. You're growing. If you're willing to stay uncomfortable, you're growing. And then what you what you want to see is going to get there. A lot of people want the the end goal, but don't want to go through the process. A lot of yeah. people want the, I want to be here and here, but they do not want to put themselves through the process. No, like they don't want to submit themselves to the process. They like, can I get the easy button? Where the easy button? Where the staple <laughs> easy? Let me get that. Oh, I got to do that. Oh, I got to deal with that. Oh, oh. you, oh, I can't leave that. You sure you want, you know, but it's like, we, we try to take the easy route and God like, no, 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 big dog. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm going to have your wife say this. Like, yep. You now you got to deal with it. Now you're like, oh, okay. All right. All right. I submit myself to the process and right. that can be hard. It can definitely be hard. Yeah. It can definitely be hard. Because when you don't handle it right as a leader in your household, then it gives way for her not to handle it right either. And then on top of the on top of you feeling uncomfortable, now you upset and now things are being said that don't need to be said because you start falling into that emotionalism. Like women are naturally emotional creatures. Mm-hmm. So I believe the way that God, the reason why God created us to handle our emotions so differently is because we needed to there needed to be a balance between what happens with them and what happens with us. Yeah. Um, and if we start stoop, not stooping, um, if we start behaving in a way that is outside of our creational uh, purpose, then it's going to be chaos. You can't have two people doing and thinking the same way, trying to solve this problem, especially when y'all both heat it, because now you're just going deeper and deeper into the nonsense. And that's not what you want. That's not what you need. That's not what kingdom men were. We're, that's not what we're raised up to do. We raised up to, like we said earlier, just to break the mold of confusion that may be going on in our house, which we know that God is not the author of. So what do yeah. you do? You recognize it and you stop it in its tracks. That's what a kingdom man is. We don't allow 
like we've talked about about um a little while ago you got to reject passivity man thanks you gotta reject passivity because that's a part of what got adam caught up in the first place is him not being aggressive in terms of making sure that the things that are supposed to happen actually are happening yeah it's just it's it's tough and then like i'm just sitting here thinking about how as a kingdom man in our households we are to establish order yeah when that order is not being carried out the way that you envision it it's hard to 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 go throughout your day and act like you're happy and at least in my 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 uh, my experience. It's hard for me to when I see something out of order to just keep going like everything cool. Nah, I want to set it in order immediately. Mm-hmm. But it's about the way that you go about setting it in order. Facts. Am I gonna yell every single time that something is not in order the way that I want it to be? No, because that's not a kingdom man's state of mind. That's a little boy's behavior. That's somebody who, when you don't get your way, now you got to throw some type of temper tantrum. No, I can't do that because all that's going to do is either upset my children or upset my wife. Yeah. And those are two entities that I do not want upset in my household. I always want them to feel like this is a safe place. This is a haven for them to come to. Has it been hard? Have I done it before? Absolutely. And I'm not saying that as I'm proud of it, but I'm saying that I'm admitting my shortcomings and, yeah. I'm saying, and I'm admitting it because I know I'm not the only person who has had that type of an issue. Facts. We, we all have had that type of issue, but the, the key to it is that you look at it, you learn from it, and you move forward. You don't stay there begging. You don't stay there begging, like, in a in a beggar's perspective, like, oh, I'm good here. I can just continue to, to be wrong here. Like yeah. we talked about in one of those, um, in one of our meetings, how the man just laid by the side and all he had to do was crawl into the river so that he could be healed. But he just decided to, to stay there. And that, as a kingdom, man, you can't decide to stay there in your mess. You got to recognize that God has given you a way of escape. You just got to walk into it and yeah. forget about how you feel about it, man. This ain't the way that I want to handle it. This ain't how I think this should go. Forget that because that's going to keep you locked up every single time. You're going to fail every time thinking that your ways are the ways that will, will will usher you into your freedom or usher you into your peace. It's not yeah. going to happen. That will allow the Holy Spirit to, to lead you and guide you in all aspects of your life and not pushing him away or ignore his voice. Yeah, that's a fact. Like, as a, as a kingdom man, like, we have to be communicators. Like, we have to be, we have to be wise. Like, we got to use wisdom. You know, because I say we got to use more wisdom than than wives in a sense to me, because um, they're so um, delicate, like they can be they can be they can they can talk crazy or whatever like that. But if you talk crazy and all that, like yours is worse, like, you know. Like, you can really, like, hurt them. Like, we able to take certain things. Don't get me wrong. It hurt. Whatever, you know, certain things, as they say, it hurt. But it don't, like, shake us up. It don't destroy us. But we can literally say something. They'd be like, you know, because they, I feel like they're like an elephant mind. So, like, in a sense, like, where they're able to, like, remember certain things. Certain things that happened by, it might have happened in 2010, but they remember it like yesterday. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's like, all right, why do you remember that in so much detail and literally have the same emotion? Like, you can literally draw that emotion back up and be mad. Like, what? what yeah. is going on? So it's like, with us, we have to be so sensitive to them. Like, the level of sensitivity we have to be them is, like, especially during different stages of life. Like, when they pregnant. When they like when they're pregnant, it's a uh, listen. listen that it's is a, a it's a gift from God. Like I, yeah. my wife was not a terrible pregnant woman. Mm-hmm. She was not. She was happy. She was eighty five percent of the time. She was fine. <laughs> the other fifteen, it was a little little rocky. But yeah. I thank God for the eighty five percent because I've seen. Women be ten percent happy 
and the rest yeah. just hellish. And uh, the delicate thing, like, I think that pregnancy, that time of pregnancy is when that delicacy is, it's all the way up here. And as a man, like what we what we have to be careful of is the things that we say and do to them during that time is going to feed your child. Like children feel those emotions. Yeah. And you don't want to come out with a baby who is depressed or feeling rejected or feeling lonely or feeling unloved like it's just so many different things that us as men have the responsibility to the responsibility to cater to as the men of our homes like i can remember one time a couple of times my wife saying to me like you try to use your authoritative voice on me and i'm like what are you talking about man like i don't even have an authoritative voice i am a, I, i'm i can be aggressive but i can be uh aggressive in my speech sometimes, but I don't try to use my authoritative voice on you. But one time I just, we got into it and she said it again. So I just went over in my head what I said and how I said it. And I'm like, oh dang, my voice did turn into Mufasa right quick on her. Mm -hmm. So it's just stuff like that. When you use that voice, how are you using your voice? Because your voice is shaping your atmosphere. Yeah, that's and it. when you shaping your atmosphere, what are you saying that is make that is conducive for development or growth in your atmosphere? Are yeah. you, or are you destroying your atmosphere? Are you destroying the person who's come to help build your atmosphere with you? Your help me. Are you destroying her with your words? Are you destroying her with your voice? Are you destroying your children with your voice? Or are you building them up? Are you teaching them the value of provision? The value of you know, respect? Are you teaching them the value of integrity? Are you teaching them the value of of having a relationship with Holy Spirit? Like, it's just stuff like that, that us as men have to be aware of and we're going to be accountable for. Yeah. And sometimes the idea of that, <clears throat> it can develop some type of pressure in us, man. Like, when you realize how much impact that you have, Man, that's it's it. Scary. That junk, bro. That junk is scary, bro. Like literally realizing how much power that you have. Like you. Yeah. That's why I'm talking about. Like when you like, like I remember I was in the bathroom, bro, and I was just looking in the mirror, and I was like, bro, I literally can either cause my family to succeed. In the ways of God, or I can cause them to fail, based based off my actions, like based Fact. off, like this. It could be something little, like based off the stuff that I choose to do. Like, I'm just like, dang, like I really have to make sure that I listen. Like yeah. I really, it's like even it, like even as we talk now, you will go through different things in your mind start to play. Like, dang. I could have handled that situation different. Man, different convictions, convictions start to come forth. So I just want to let y'all know that we don't speak from, oh, we are accomplished. Like we literally speak from men well, in the process. Yes, you feel yeah. me. We are men in the process. So the topics that we choose to touch, we are not just touching them as if like, oh yeah, we got this understood. No, we just trying to encourage y'all and encourage ourselves like we just chopping it up about you know different things that we can do or just the different pressures you know this right here is us venting you know this is us being able to give wisdom to each other us being able to encourage other brothers and things like that so it did we don't speak from the way of oh i got this all understood no i don't you know, no, I don't. Is I'm like, oh yeah, I probably gotta apologize for this. Like I probably yeah. like just thinking in my oh yeah, I probably could have handled that differently, you know. Yeah. Because the thing about really shaping the atmosphere, like I realize there's certain areas, certain things where I'm just like, dang, like you don't have to argue. Even though it was like you felt like it was petty, yeah. you know, you have to choose to 
huge wisdom. You got to choose because you got a daughter that's right there, you know, that's taking P's and Q's, smart one. You know, you got kids right there that's taking P's and Q's from you and your wife. You know, you they taking it, you know, they sponges, they soaking it all up. So you have to realize, is it worth it? What seed am I playing inside of them? You know, what what am I telling them? What am I causing to start to form? You know, am I causing anger to start to form within the baby? Like, am I causing, like, different, like, what am I causing? You know, everything has a a cause and effect, you know? So what what am I causing? Am I causing the right things to come forth? If I'm not, then I have to be like, all right, well, God, teach me. You know, teach me. You know, I teach me. You know, at the end of the day, that's what it is. Teach me. You know, because we we do not have this all together. We are in the process, and the only person that knows the beginning and the end is God. So Facts. that's like a cheat code. I'm definitely yeah. – what's up? Let me type this in. It's like right. a GCA <laughs> cheat, cheat code. You, Man, what's like, that? Down, down, down. X, X, yeah. X, all right. Where? Machine gun. Like, right. <laughs> like I, th- I think one thing that's not only giving advice to our 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 men, but to our women as well, like our wives. Um, go easy, like on both sides. We all need to go easier on each other because we all need to try to understand each other's perspective a little more. Like the yeah. pressures, because we saying it's the pressure of a kingdom man, but that does not mean that, like he said earlier, that wives are exempt from pressure. Mm-mm. So a part of uh, us being kingdom men and you all being kingdom women is us trying to understand each other. Like, what is your perspective? What are you feeling? Why do you feel this way about this situation? And that will help us better move in harmony. That way, the atmosphere that we're setting is conducive for the things we wanted to be set it uh, conducive for. So it's just about us getting understanding, like, um, and all that getting, getting, under, getting understanding. That's what the word tells us to do. And yeah. we should always do that whether we are men or women, like we should try to understand each other because the more that you try to understand, the easier life is going to be for the both of you, no matter what type of hardship that you come to. So, yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. So like, you know, um, we just wanted to come on here and talk about kingdom man, you know, uh, kingdom man rising up. We have been in class, uh, studying kingdom man, you know, because before that, we ain't know nothing about no kingdom, man. Like, we yeah, got facts. from, from yes. you know, the hood and stuff like that. So, okay. the, the, them different environments had some shaping on us, you know. So, yeah. now we, you know, are married. We got kids and things like that. Um, we got, um, you got a son. I got a son um, that's about Let's to be go. here. In uh, September, so it's like literally, you know, examining ourselves, you know, examining ourselves and just trying to make sure we're doing right by God, you know, trying to make sure that we are walking this thing out properly, you know, and just, and just, I would say, thank, thank you, God, for the grace and mercy, because we do not get this thing right. You know, like we we mess up, but God continues to allow for us to be able to wake up, like to be able to get another chance to get it right. Like we we have another chance. And I just thank God for that, because that's not that's not light. That's not light at all. You know, any time that we able to. You know, have another 24, you know, just to be able to deposit things to our kids and things like that. That's that's a blessing. You know, yeah. so we just uh, we want to leave off on. Um, well, you got anything to say before we go into prayer? Anything nah, to leave off with? Good. All right. Well, yeah, we about to leave off some on some prayer, and then we gonna you know let y'all go by your day. Um, so, Father God, we just thank you. Uh, we thank you for all the kingdom men out there, Lord. We thank you for those who have people that who have not had any understanding of the kingdom, oh Lord. We thank you that you will give them understanding, oh Lord, that you will allow for them to take their place, oh Lord. Take their place, Lord, 
So we just thank you for them, Lord. We ask that you give them strength, Lord. We ask that you allow for them to cast all cares upon you because you care for us, Lord. We just give our families to you, oh Lord. We just give our families to you. We give our marriages to you. We give our kids. We give everything to you, Lord. We give our work. We give you everything to you, Lord. And we just ask that you direct our path. You say a good man's steps are ordered by the Lord. So we ask that you order our steps and just show us the way, Lord. So we just thank you, Lord. We repent of all sins, unknowing and knowing. And we just thank you for your grace and mercy. And we just pray this all in Jesus' name. We pray that everyone that hears, hears the word come forth, Lord, that they they understand who you are, Lord. You said faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we ask that people be drawn to you, O oh Lord, not drawn to us, but drawn to you. And we pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So that has been episode 15. Mellow. Uh, What's the other one per- person you said? Mellow and Vince Carter. And Vince Carter. That's episode 15 of the Heart and Hope Medicine podcast that is available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast. You said what? Tim Tebow? <laughs> oh, yeah. We definitely not good. Tim college. Tebow. College Tebow, though. Oh, okay. We go College Tebow. I, I, college Tebow was a dog. Shout out to the Gators. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so y'all go go listen. Go watch. Share, share with like, your friend, man. Um, give us feedback if you liked it. Tell us you liked it. Um, if you feel some type of way, if you whatever like that, you can you know talk with us or whatever like that. Keep it respectful though. Don't don't, don't try though. Don't try. You know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. we just thank y'all for uh, listening because <laughs> y'all ain't got to, but y'all choose yeah. to. So we just thank y'all, and we like to say that we out. Love y'all. Peace. It's fight day. Fight night, baby. Fight night. Let's go.